This is Matt and John on Thursday night with Plastic <laughs> Climate Future.com. <laughs> Oh, we did it again. You know, we've done this like now it's 11 or 12 times. Think about cats. Cats have nine lives. We have exceeded cats. We, you talk about good karma. You know, we got good karma here, you know, and, uh, you know, stand aside next year on the Grammys, you know, because we're coming. Anyway. Great. <laughs> and tonight uh, we, we need to tell first, I think, the audience who we're talking to tonight. Absolutely. Tonight we have uh, Jessica from Switzerland. Currently in Zurich, right, Jessica? Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, so Jessica, Jessica, we invited you today because you have uh, started a company which is called Noriware. And uh, Noriware is a company that is bringing algae-based plastics into this world. And obviously the first questions, because you're from Switzerland and this was the most interesting one is how does someone from Switzerland come up with the idea to develop plastics out of algae? Indeed. You, you have like, there is the Zurich Lake, right? So, but it doesn't have so much algae, I think, to, to, to be inspired to start this, this journey, right? You know, it actually didn't start in Zurich. Um, I was in Mexico for holidays. And huh? then I just noticed that so much algae was washed up on the beaches. And I asked myself what algae offer us in terms of, in terms of economic products. And then, um, because it's like the most plentiful source on earth and mm -hmm. it multiplies very quickly in a, uh, in a nat natural way. Yeah, yeah. So I was really wondering, what can we do with algae? And, but I didn't really give, give it, that much thought when I was on um, on vacation because I just wanted to enjoy the sun. And then when I came back, I had to study for an exam for my university. And I don't know, this thought came back and I started doing research and then I saw you could actually make plastics out of it. And I thought that was super interesting because wow. then we could finally have a source to make plastics, which is renewable and even that quickly. Yeah, I mean, you came back from from Mexico with uh, no background in chemistry, no background in polymers, um, because you have to tell us also what is your actual background. And then you just decided to start a company which is all about chemistry. <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> That's cool. How did that happen? <laughs> well, I actually didn't give that so much for a thought. Um, I actually study international affairs at the University of St. Gallen. Uh -huh. And I don't know, it, it didn't really matter to me that I, I'm not a scientist or that I don't really understand chemistry. I mean, I really liked chemistry when I was in high school, but I was never really good at it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know, I just, I voluntarily wrote a research paper on algae-based plastics or packaging. And the more I read, the more I got energized. I don't know. I thought it was such an inspiring subject. And um, yeah, then I wanted to try it myself. 
So I just ordered all the all the ingredients I needed. And then I started doing plastics at home. Oh wow! <laughs> and um, but yeah, the funny thing is that the first experiment went really wrong because I I let it dry in a box and I put that box in my room. And in the morning when I had to change to go to the library to study for my other exam I had, um, I just changed and put like just threw my pants somewhere and it accidentally landed in the experiment. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I, I didn't have time to, to wash it or clean it. I just took yeah. my pen, put it over a chair and let it dry. And then I went to the library. And then something really funny happened. I came back home and yeah. wanted to wash my, my pants. Mm -hmm. And I looked at them and a perfect plastic film appeared on my pants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then I knew I had to continue this project. <laughs> that's funny. That is cool. That, you know, that's real, uh, you know, uh, serendipity, you know, as they say. <laughs> that's really incredible. Yeah. And then, and then what did you like? And then you just started uh, continuing your experiments at home or did you, did yes. you just go to the lab or <laughs> change, the, change from the living room into the kitchen at least? <laughs> <laughs> I did that definitely. Um, no, so I realized that I can't do that at, at my at my own place, and also I kind of need some more knowledge about chemistry and materials. And I really tried to like acquire that knowledge by myself, but like until a certain point, it just didn't get better <laughs> mm -hmm. because I just didn't have the basic. Yeah. And. Um, then I wrote a, a business proposal to a firm and sent it to them. Mm -hmm. And then they invited me to pitch in, in front of the CEO. And I was super surprised, like, okay, yeah. <laughs> it was just a random idea, but okay, let's do it. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I went there, I presented everything and they were super, super impressed and wanted to um, further that project. Okay. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. But then they said they didn't have a research facility. Mm -hmm. um, so I have to find a research institute myself or do it at home, but obviously I couldn't do it at home. You I didn't can. have so many pants anymore. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, then um, I just sent, like, I called so many research institutes and um, asked them if they would do the research for me. But everyone told me that I don't have a background in science. It doesn't really it's not the best idea to 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 make a collaboration. So in the end, I was kind of stuck. And then I thought, why not just send an email to the leading professor for materials at ETH? And he... Who is that? Who is that? We can make some um, advertisements. Is it Mr. Stutter? Uh, Lucio Isa. Ah, okay. um, and he's the leading professor for soft materials. All right. Oh, perfect. And yeah, so I... Then I got um, immediately a meeting, I think like two days after we had a meeting together and he immediately said yes and that he would even supervise it, <laughs> so <laughs> super cool. And yeah, then I had I also had to find the students because they just posted it on their, on their website and then I just looked for students. Then they uh, made research on that for half a year and now we have, um, like we can make packaging out of it, we have a perfect film which is super strong and um, also a plastic cup. So yeah, super excited. <laughs> yeah. 
That's incredible. And I wonder, really what was incredible. the timeline now between the, the, that's interesting, like between your vacation and, and, and then like, how long did it take? Um, not that long. So I came back from Mexico in April and of this, of this year, <laughs> this year, <laughs> no, no, Wait, that's, that's just not, that's now. <laughs> Wait, okay. No, it was one year ago, <laughs> but, okay, yeah, year. but still like that's it's still just one year from one year you, you started wow. like you didn't know anything wow. about algae and now you have a product, which you just put a project, in a year project with, with one of the most, like <laughs> most renowned universities in the world. Yeah, amazing. I never thought of it like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. I think that's a, that's a great, a great uh, also motivation for all all the listeners who have great <laughs> ideas who who think that they cannot yeah. do it because they don't have the background. See, just that is amazing. Contact Jessica, really... contact Jessica. We're gonna we're gonna link your profile and then and then you can tell them that it's all possible. <laughs> wow that's amazing um yep. and then uh so what's what's your plans now like are you going to scale up the production or um so actually the for investors that, exactly that's what we're doing right now um the thing is that i like these students who did the research for me they are not my co-founders Mm -hmm. So I also had to look for co-founders myself and it's pretty difficult, actually much more difficult than I thought. But now um, my co-founder is my former roommate and it's super funny because he actually studied chemistry and is now doing material science. So it's perfect. Oh, uh, yeah. Super. We yeah. really complete each other. It's super perfect. I'm super excited super. to work with him. And, yeah, and that's how you build a team, you know, I mean, that, that and that's, uh, I mean, indeed, uh, this follows on from like, uh, the, the whole story, the whole narrative about, uh, okay, you're, you're, you're not a chemist, you're not a scientific back having a scientific background, but, but, but still, 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 what, yeah. this is a sign, like what, what you also are is, 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 you know how to build a team. I mean, that's, that's leadership, you know, you know, leader can't do everything, right? So chapeau. Chapel. Yeah, and um, we had we had a discussion already before with John, and John has also had had this interesting question um, because, of course, we are we are chemistry nerds, kind of. Uh, so we we want to know <laughs> how what how does it happen? Like, how does it go? How does it work that you can make plastics out of algae? And and, like, no way, and, and answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> We're being nerds. Yeah. Okay. Just <laughs> Just play it. Just play it. You don't have to answer the question. <laughs> uh, obviously, I can't like tell the whole process. No, no. We're like it's, it's, we're, we're also like uh, our chemistry classes have been are, are far off for far long ago. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I, I in, in, indeed I, I am a. Uh, you know, it, we, we, we may not be able to have, you know, answer it tonight, but, but indeed I am curious. Like I, I have no idea how do you go from algae to plastics? And, and I, you know, I've been involved with, with making plastics from, uh, from the enemy, <laughs> from, from many people's perspective of fossil-based uh, materials. Uh, but I'm involved now in shifting to that away from that. But, but, uh, but I have no idea how you do it from algae. I just I've not looked at the chemistry and 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 what is truly the case is I'm an engineer, and and uh, and there's a joke that chemical engineers become chemical engineers because they don't like chemistry. So, so, <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, that being said, everything over to you. Um. So 
you don't really make plastics out of the raw material algae. So you can't just go to the ocean, pick up seaweed and then just like make plastics out of it. But you need a pair of pants too, right? It's really important for my motivation because otherwise I don't know if I would have done it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, Yes, you you ex actually like you have the algae and then you extract the polymers out of it. But okay. this is not something that we do because we source that that step out. Mm -hmm. but, um, we just get this working material and mm -hmm. then blending blending it together with our um, other natural ingredients. Yeah, and um, then we heat it up in a solution. Yeah, let it dry. And that's it. Then you have wow. a hundred percent cool. biodegradable plastic cup Very or cool, yeah. cooking cup or um, film. Very cool. Uh, can I ask another quick question? Uh, have you guys started looking uh, into patenting, you know, intellectual property? I mean, is this something that is? Um, the thing is, we, we have now come up with uh, some other, um, how do you say, um, manufacturing processes mm -hmm. and like it's super difficult to just patent the combination of, of natural materials, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, we, yeah. We really need to come up with a process and we are now working on that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, let's see what it brings. I'm like really- To be continued, to be continued, so wow. <laughs> I'm so glad that I have my co-founder. He's, he's so smart and he's really passionate about it. He loves it. Yeah. That's that's cool. Wow. Well, well, next time he should come on the podcast as well. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. No, he sings and he has a solo tonight, so he wasn't able to bring. Okay, so 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 he's yeah. he will be when he hears yeah. our jingo and when he hears our, our opening song, he's gonna love us, right? He's gonna say, Man, <laughs> these guys are damn good. <laughs> he needs to come on. Okay, it's it's now a done deal. Uh, you know, he needs to come on and he needs to sing our jingle for us. Okay? And, and then we'll put him out on social media everywhere. Okay? So, yeah, and we'll promote uh, Noriware for that. Yeah, perfect. That's a deal. <laughs> yeah, but you just mentioned it's uh, like the plastic itself is, is biodegradable. And, and how does it compare like to other plastics? What can you like you can make a cup, you can make packaging? Is it uh, kind of like PET or polypropylene packaging? No, it's like not like packaging? that. Um, there is, I think, not yet a name for that. Um, mm -hmm. There's something else called PHA. It's also from algae. Yeah, it's I know PHA. Polyhydroxyalkanoates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we can put on these glasses again, John. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay, I'll show you how smart I am. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on going. Oh, Scheiße. <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Um, so what was I saying? Yeah, the, it's actually, it's not, com you cannot compare it to the plastics that is already in the market. Mm, yeah. Um, because it's, it doesn't require any, any energy input mm -hmm, to the mm -hmm. which current plastics all, all need. Yeah. It's and yes, actually you just, expose it to the air and then let it biodegrade so it's kind of really? like short-lived plastics in the end you cannot yeah. make a, a computer out of it or a mobile phone or whatever yeah. exactly i mean the thing is that we are working like it is even dissolvable in water 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're yeah. Not, we're not making drinking cups out of it because we've de- developed some kind of coating, mm-hmm. um, so that the drinking cup will not absorb any water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, it's still yeah. biodegradable afterwards with the coating. Because we we the thing is that um, we want to be the first packaging manufacturer that is fully transparent. Mm-hmm. And by fully transparent, I really mean, mean that we will show what kind of ingredients we use um, to give our customers the trust that they currently lack from other sure. packaging manufacturers. So that's kind of your USP is to show, okay, we're not going to to hide what we're actually doing. We're just showing like everyone so that we can accelerate the whole change to towards yeah less less plastic waste in the ocean exactly well I, I guess it's not only touching on the ocean plastic but uh in general like if it uh, if it biodegrades in all the different environments and it's at, in the air as well so i think that's a cool cool idea mm-hmm. um yeah. so yeah i have i have one more question actually about the, the seaweed um because this one we also touched upon on this in uh, with John before is it's a it's a feedstock that is actually yeah it can be used for 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 many different uh, yeah as a raw material for many different uh, technologies or many different other materials like fuels and and uh, and um, as you just mentioned of course the plastics um, yeah but. You, how do you get like where do you get your your seaweed from or where do you get your raw material is it something that you can actually really also produce in in a lab or in a in a reactor or something and that can be actually scaled up wherever wherever you you want or do you have to be at the sea somewhere um so the thing is that this is actually like a, a critical point for us because at the moment we source it from indonesia mm-hmm. um the the advantage that we source it from Indonesia is, first of all, um, the the coasts are not that busy compared to China, for example. So the algae can grow more healthy in that sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the disadvantage is definitely that we have to transport it from far away. Mm-hmm. But there is also a great algae push at the moment in Europe. Um, I don't know if it if that is so important, but <laughs> I participated in an algae conference in, in autumn uh-huh. and they really talked about all the algae initiatives they're having mm-hmm. now in Europe to really push that algae production because mm-hmm. everyone realizes how important algae is and it's like the it's power cool, yeah. you have, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on, John. Go on. Go on. No, I mean, we uh, cut it out. <laughs> yeah, um, just, just a question about. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure this this question is 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 asked and it's probably already been long since answered. But, but whenever you you, uh, you know, there's a history of this. This uh, of whenever uh, the the we humans society see a new uh, solution, a new resource, uh, and we want to 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 take advantage of and, and scale it up. Uh, of course, I mean, you, you have the way you described Indonesia was interesting. It's like it's like untouched seaside. OK, we're going to come in there and industrialize, harvest the algae. So 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 so, uh, you know, uh, have you guys started to look into like the life cycle assessment of the industry of algae 
production, you know, uh, from 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 earth to uh, then convert to plastics or extract plastics from? Um, do you get my question? Sorry, I mean. Uh, kind of. So, do you mean like if it is possible, for example, to exploit the seaweed? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what 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 about the potential? Are there potential negative consequences to harvesting huge amounts of algae from an otherwise pristine uh, 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 beach like those you described in Indonesia? So that was actually one of my first questions I yeah. asked before starting the project: if it even makes sense, if it is even, yeah. if it is possible to exploit the the water plant. But um, the thing is that it's basically impossible to exploit it. Yeah. Um, because when you harvest the seaweed, you leave a little part of it back in the, you let it go back into the ocean so it can grow back. So okay. this is actually what we want, like this life cycle that we always yeah. need yeah. to okay. back so it grows back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Okay. That, that's, uh, thank you for answering. Um, the, the, the point is, is that, uh, you know, there is case after case where uh, a great idea comes up and say, this is a great solution, but then there's unintended consequences that follow. I mean, yeah. so, you know, best intentions, but, 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 but unintended consequences. Uh, one example is like ethanol from corn in the U S it's, it, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's a, an example of this. So anyway, thank you for the answer. And I just wanted also to to uh, touch on this a bit. And so, do you think from from the volume that you can produce out of algae, is it is it something that has the potential to I don't know replace a huge amount of plastics, or is it rather something that is just a small niche that that can replace a couple of a certain percentage out of the plastics? Um, at the moment, it is kind of a niche, but this is also due to the fact that it's there are not that many algae algae farms at the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the the potential there is in Europe for seaweed is huge, and mm -hmm. um, as I said, like the push is happening now, and more and mm -hmm. more algae firms and also production firms that extract the polymers out of the algae are are popping up. So, yeah. Um, the thing is that. The research is not that far at the moment, so we mm -hmm. don't know what kind of plastics we can replace in the future. Mm -hmm. But like so many more companies are popping up, which also motivates me that like there is something behind that idea. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also that we finally move from this, like, how do you say that? Um, because we have so many bioplastics at the moment. Mm -hmm. and bioplastics just create a bunch of new problems. And I just think it's great that we finally move away from all these problems mm -hmm. and try to really solve it long-term. Because yeah. with the bioplastics we have right now, we just we just solve a, a current problem and we just don't look at the future, how this will de develop. Hmm. Interesting, yeah. I mean, uh, 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 Matt and I, we talk about this on, on several occasions uh, and, and that is, and I think we both kind of come to the same kind of uh, conclusion at this point in time. And that is when you look at the, the amount of plastics that are produced everywhere uh, uh, on a yearly basis on the planet, you know, upwards of 380 million metric tons, mm -hmm. you know, that is an unbelievable huge amount of material. Uh, and, and, and uh, the, you know, if you look at the footprint of bioplastics on that, that's less than like, that's a little less than a little bit over 1%. 
So, 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 so you see how much you got to go. Uh, I just wonder how much algae uh, you, you're going to have to harvest to, to, to really put a dent in the 380 million metric tons of plastic, you know, uh, and because, and so I think the answer there is, it, 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 the answer is uh, yes and, yes algae, yes this, yes that. You know, it, it's going to be a, a holistic uh, portfolio of solutions. And, and, uh, and so, so uh, there's no, you know, there's no silver bullet. Algae is not a silver bullet, but it's part of the quiver, you know? My opinion. Yeah, that's. Uh, that I, I let me rephrase this question because I wanted to ask the same one actually. Um, so, how much if you want to make one kilogram of your plastic? How much algae would you need? Can, can you say that? Is it possible? No, to I'm say sorry. That? I'm sorry. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, good. So, um, I mean, maybe I find another one. Like, but do you have like? an idea on how you can you can is there a proportion how you can like relate it to the raw material that you need like do you need a ton of algae to make 10 grams or something or it's more like uh you know equivalent like one kg of algae is 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 providing because you said you outsource it anyways right the, the production of this raw material like i mean the, the direct conversion of algae into your yeah. polymeric material we actually thought of like having our own farm if it makes sense but that's just something mm -hmm. for the future not for now because for now we really need to focus on the research research of the product yeah yeah but as of today i can't really say how much algae we need for one product, but yeah, well, let me think about that question. Yeah. <laughs> but what is the coolest product? What is, what is then the coolest product that you, from now for, for today, you think like, this is so cool what we've done. That, <laughs> that we've you can developed? your plastic for. That we've developed or that. Yeah. What do you think? Like, what do you think can be done now? And which, which is really cool. I think plastic cups are super cool. Mm -hmm. Because, um, like in the end, some that someday we need to, for example, the the cups you can use more than once. In the end, someday they 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 will just break, and then you have to throw them up, throw them away anyways. And mm -hmm. there will like there is waste after that, right? Uh, uh. So I think having plastic cups that fully biodegrade without any waste is just really really cool yeah uh, yeah okay. yeah you know i mean uh to the you, you made the comparison to uh, pha uh, uh, a little bit er earlier and uh yeah i i i've i was fascinated with pha uh, a year ago and still could come back to it as as because indeed it, it is indeed uh as you describe it it biodegrade it degrades in, in natural and seawater you know that's so, yeah yeah Interesting. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if, um, for example, if turtles eat it and they will mm -hmm, not mm -hmm. have any problems with digesting them. Yeah. Can people yeah. eat it? Can humans eat it as well? Uh, well, it, it would be possible. It just depends on um, on how strong it is. For example, we don't want... We have don't you tried want it? Drink. Can we eat turtles that have eaten it? <laughs> 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 um no but the thing is that for example we want to we want the plastic the drinking cup to be strong so yeah. it, i mean we've developed something um that you could just bite in immediately mm -hmm. 
just not like this would be for fun but not really for the market to mm-hmm. pay, right yeah but like this so there's this table where or I, I remember that they were selling fries in these in these kind of like uh, cups which which you could eat in the end and so but it was not out of plastic it was just simply out of some okay i don't know <laughs> yeah because this one would be also cool like you know you have your you have your little packaging and then uh, you tear it off and then you, you can eat everything <laughs> like that is actually cool fits, Fits sushi also, in the end, right? You also <laughs> yeah. look nice, right? Yeah. Also, you don't really know where it has been before. For example, mm-hmm. other people, like when you have a juice bar, like Joe and the Juice, and then then there you see like these piles of cups. Mm-hmm. You just don't know who already touched these cups. And then, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I could have been there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think I wouldn't want to eat it, just the, yeah, the yeah. thought of it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. No, just, so so hygiene just, kind of a hygiene thing. <laughs> hygiene. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, <clears throat> I think one I have one more question actually before before we can we can uh, close uh you have you have <laughs> No no three so, songs the three songs. <laughs> yeah yeah this one also. Yeah. Uh, but I have one more question like because now just more from the from the regulatory business kind of side like you you have a startup which is actually providing a solution to a climate problem in the end um was it easy or how how do you feel like the support because you you already mentioned you you just pitched it at one company they were already they were already very much um yeah supporting you with 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 the first developments and so on um, do you also encounter any headwind? Like, is there something that you would say, well, it could be better supported if you have climate, climate, I don't know, friendly solutions or or solutions that actually can have an impact on sustainability? Well, I think the way I described my, uh, like, how I developed the idea was really easy, mm-hmm. but. I mean, in reality, it was definitely not that easy. I struggled hard. I mean, obviously, I had all I had to, for example, read all the papers myself, and I had to like ask some t- scientists if they can explain me this and that. And mm-hmm. also, I need to. Ha- I had to look at all the patents, and I had to write the research plan myself. So it was definitely not easy, and also. F- for example, I have a funny story from last Monday um, because I had a pitch at Futury uh, on Wednesday and I just wanted to have a better picture of my prototypes, like um, professional pictures. So I went to ETH to make some new cups. So I had to organize the laboratory, a professor, the time, the materials and the students. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was super difficult because I actually, I was waiting for the answer from the supervisor before if they still, if I can get the materials on Monday, but they never replied. Mm -hmm. So I had to get two materials um, in Zurich and it's so difficult to get it. And I went to 30, 30 (laughs) pharmacies and the 30th had it. Uh And then after that, like the, the laboratory, yeah, but I was so happy <laughs> that they had it and that it paid off to go to all these pharmacies. And um, 
also the the lab we planned to go um they didn't have a lab where we wanted to go so we then the student said yeah let's do it another time but i didn't want to wanted to do it another time i just wanted to have the prototypes ready and to show it to the investors mm -hmm. so um yes i i just told him that give me an hour and i will find a professor in the lab and he was like okay i'm gonna wait here and study and it took me two hours but I just Googled random chemistry professors, called them <laughs> and asked, like explained, yeah, I'm doing this startup <laughs> with algae-based packaging and we have an investor's pitch on Wednesday and we need to have the prototypes if we can maybe conduct, um, like do it at their labs. And obviously all of them said no, because like there is some kind of security standardization. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so in the end, the I don't know, probably 20th uh, professor said yes. Uh, yeah. And then we oh went. Oh my God. Well, first of all, it says that Zurich has a lot of pharmacies, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I mean, that's that's definitely a difficult thing because um, you have, uh, and we had also some someone on the podcast who, who was originally a teacher and then she started a startup with with um sustainable swimmer so she's got into all the textile chemistry like she had no clue before about textile chemistry like what type of polymers you need to make a yarn how to make a yarn into a a um uh fabric and so on and so on and it's kind of similar to your story and and i think you have to just simply she she had similar challenges and and I think what could be interesting is to have like really these hubs where where these innovative and the yeah, ideas can happen, um, but they usually don't have a, a chemistry lab. <laughs> yeah, so. that's super difficult to find, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, amazing story. I think it was yeah. it was really inspiring, and and Indeed. especially like all the people that that, that will listen to this and they will find themselves in a situation where they will mm. think they. They need a certain background. It's not necessary to be a nerdy chemist like us. Yeah, so, so we, we, we want to. Get, can we, let's get to the songs now. We, uh, we, yeah, we, yeah. We have one more question event. because we want we have to shift the attention to 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 something that makes us a little bit cool at least. Yeah, uh, we, we also we, listen oh. to music, um, and <laughs> and we have a, our little Spotify playlist for Plastic Climate Future. Yeah. And in the end of our uh, all the episodes, we always ask um, our guests to name two. Or three songs that really they like. connect either to their episodes uh, or to their activities or to their life, um, life. <laughs> or to plastic climate in future it doesn't have to be plastics or climate just but but indeed as matt described <laughs> I, will, I actually thought of one song i hope that's enough for you that's perfect okay so it's uh, i want to break free from queen oh, oh. Cool. Ooh. Okay. All right. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Well yeah. done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> those those young people, John, they 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 still know Queen. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, Bohemian Rhapsody is one of my favorite songs. Not like I didn't like like the whole acting, but mm -hmm. just in general, I just love the story. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was I, my my favorite song was was Radio Gaga when I was two years old. Yeah, I can imagine it's so cool. <laughs> so I was a baby. I was a baby singing Radio Gaga. <laughs> uh, if I told you my 
<laughs> if I told you my favorite song by Queen and and the story behind it, uh, then 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 uh, well, we got we got to do again. this. <laughs> we don't need to do this here. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Jessica, for for taking the time and especially telling this beautiful story. Mm -hmm. I think this is a really cool story. What you absolutely yeah. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, we wish you good luck. And we, of course, we're gonna yeah, also yeah. on the show notes and then uh, promote you as much as we can. And uh, we mm -hmm. hope to have you back again uh, with your co-founder. Yeah, indeed. So cool. You guys could do it together. You can. <laughs> yeah. you know, this would be like an, it'd be our first like podcast where we have an interview with two people besides yeah. just Matt and I. That would be really cool, Matt. And, and and but the deal is he's got to sing our jingle at the beginning. You said he's a singer. So we're gonna have to that's the deal. That's, that's the quid pro quo. <laughs> okay, please, let's do it. <laughs>